0: for another episode of Wrestling Makes the World Takes. What's going on, everybody? It's CB against the, the yours truly alongside the one and only AD. We're back at it again, baby. Tomorrow night, I'm, I'm getting the drum roll going again because I can't sit still. I'm so excited. Full gear is coming to New Jersey. We're a little off-sick
1: on the start of the drum roll, but you know we'll get there. It's all right. It's, it's,
0: it's all right. It's a work in progress. By the time we do our 200th episode, we're going to be like Travis Barker out there.
1: We're just going to lock eyes and just know the rhythm right away.
0: It is. It's just. It's a feeling. You know, it's just, I've got a feeling. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a moment. We just had a moment right Great there. song, though, by the way. It is,
1: yes, yes.
0: Uh, I'm excited for the pay-per-view tomorrow. I can't wait to just get on that train and head up there oh, and man. just, oof,
1: I've never been more exciting for a wrestling show in my life.
0: I-, I think I'm at that point. Like, I've been to dozens of them over the years, but this one is going to be something special. There's just a lot of, like, cool nuggets on this card that I'm really excited to, like, set some, like, classic, it's a good, good variety card that I'm really kind of excited mm-hmm. about um so i mean let's let's kick it off i mean there's so much to talk about let's just dive in i'm uh, ready let's do it let's Let's get in there before we walk through the entire car what are
1: you most excited about for the pay-per-view for me you know one of my i think wrestling dreams for a while has been to see kenny omega live and i'm hoping i can finally get that dream to come true i mean it's all rumored still but you know I think we're going to get my dream come true uh, where Kenny Omega shows up and I get to see him live and in person. Same. I've never seen Kenny
0: either. Uh, I've never seen Sting either over the years, uh, which is another, uh, Jeff Jarrett, I may have uh, like a TNA show or something back in the day, but uh, no, there's never seen, yeah, it's the elite, I mean, the the Bucks, If by the time we are as we're recording this uh, right now, it's not official, official, but there's a lot of. Uh, strongly uh, assumptive teasers yep. that they're putting out there that they're showing up a full year. Yes. So, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited. Fingers,
1: fingers crossed on that one for sure.
0: A ton of good things. You got the high flyers. We've got a cage match on there. You get some legends on there. We've got uh, a really sharp, sharp Fatal 4-Way which would be just some awesome we got a lot of meat as we like to nice. say there's a lot of meat in that tnt <laughs> title bout uh, some really good emotional matchups with uh, some exciting returns there and uh, let's just get into it let's kick it off all right tnt title let's kick it off with the meat the big slabs of meat we yes. got uh we've got the um we've got Wardlow, the tnt champion mm-hmm. we've got samoa joe powerhouse hobbs and um what am i I drawing a blank here because i'm so excited i can't sitting
1: still yes well at the time of the recording that's that's what we're speculating is going to happen based on what's going on so i think we're definitely heading that direction um for me i think i still see it Wardlow's way although i wouldn't be surprised if they went powerhouse hobbs direction because like i've mentioned previously Wardlow's run has kind of been stagnant and kind of need the spark so they can use this as a spark point to you know get the heat back onto him uh, with the crowd, or they could use the time to, you know, really elevate Hobbs, because, you know, Hobbs, since his Ricky Stark feud, hasn't done much, so, you know, this could be the way to, you know, really inject Hobbs back into AEW, uh, and, you know, push him towards the top of the card.
0: I was going to ask you what your honest opinion on Wardlow's TNT
1: title run. I would say it's lackluster, Um, you know, they built him up to this dominant champion where you know he for most of his matches he hasn't had to do much to win but outside the brian cage match um which was probably his most impressive match i think as champion so far um and i think you know this next one will probably be up there with that if not surpass it um but i would say overall so far it's been lackluster and it needs something outside that brian cage match to really elevate his reign because up till then there was nothing that said you know he's a great champion you know he hasn't faced any really tough challenges i agree and i think this is a good way if they book him right this is a good way to kind of
0: put some uh fire back on him make him look strong if he beats uh two other very uh thick men out there in a good in a dominant fashion uh it'll put him right back at the top of all right he looks like a contender now he looks like the Wardlow we thought he was back in may at double or nothing when he planted uh mjf to the ground and there's a reason I kind of segued into that, because okay. what I think is going to happen is, and we'll talk about it later on, but I think if they build him up correctly, they could uh, set up a future fe- feud with uh, one of his old foes mm-hmm. down the road, either on a TV special or a future pay-per-view. So we'll say we'll talk a little more about that, potentially, uh, as we get going here. Uh, so next, we've, we've got the long, kind of drawn-out feud between Christian... And Jungle Boy, and that's kind of spilled over with Christian's dream, Luchasaurus. Yes. And Jungle Boy locked inside a solid steel
1: cage, which I'm excited about. I see this one going uh, Jungle Boy's way for me, uh, because, you know, all that's really happened is Jungle Boy's gotten the crap kicked out of him by Christian Cage and Luchasaurus this whole time, you know, outside some segments where Jungle Boy has gotten the upper hand finally. Uh, but I think it's finally Jungle Boy's time to shine. You know, he's a very talented superstar. Uh, you know, recently we've seen him with more of an edge. Uh, when he was with Christian, he didn't really have much of one. So it's nice to see this little, nice little new uh, nuance to the Jungle Boy character. Uh, so I think it's, you know, a really good time, you know, to push him over with this feud. Which, you know, I don't think it'll be done because eventually you will see down the road Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. But I think for now, Jungle Boy needs to take this one.
0: I think so, too. I think if you're going to, like, if you're going to really invest in him, you need to get that big win for him, kind of let him stand on his own two feet, and mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, do that kind of passing of the torch when Christian is healthy to come back. Uh, I don't know how long he's out for, but it's, I know he's probably got another six months or so. Yes, it's definitely significant time, for sure. But, um, you know, setting that up for a future blow-off match between those two, mm-hmm. Um, that would be good. Just kind of build him up as one of those future stars. They say he's one of the pillars of mm-hmm. AEW. For sure. So if we're going to build to that, I think now is the time. And this, if they book him correctly, could be another foe for potentially where I'm going at the towards the end.
1: And going track. back to the, your uh, pillar comment, you know, out of the pillars, I would say he's done the least. I mean, he had this tag team tunnel run, but individually... He's definitely done the least out of the other pillars, so it would be nice to see him finally treat him like he is one of those pillars.
0: Right. I mean, that, and that's a good segue in, because we're talking about pillars. Uh, one of the other supposed pillars of AEW, Darby Allin, mm-hmm. is teaming up with his legendary tag partner, Sting, uh, against, and this is going to be a fun one, just for me, nostalgic purposes, yep. Jeff this Jarrett. Is, this is
1: definitely a nostalgia match.
0: Jeff Jarrett's coming back and teaming with uh, another longtime... Legend of the the road, Jay Lethal's been around the world in I, I and T N A and Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. anywhere you could think of, he's been there. Um, should be a good match. Jarrett's in phenomenal shape. I've saw. Oh it, yeah, I mean for for his age, phenomenal shape. Absolutely. Like, he's like I know he's gotten clean and he's invested a lot in his health and all that. And uh, we, he he showed up at the Ric Flair pay per view a couple months ago. Fantastic shape. He showed up on a GCW pay per view earlier this year and looked. He's been exactly. on his,
1: his uh, world tour this year. Yeah, he is.
0: <laughs> he is. Uh, so I'm excited to see. Uh, I think Darby and Jay will just be the sp- like the kind of the backbone of that match oh, with absolutely. all the sp- yeah. like taking all the big bumps. And then you're gonna get the the two legends staring each other down because they had. I remember like in high school them wrestling each other for the NWA title like on a TNA pay per view back in like 2006. And uh, it'll be cool to see them kind of do that, their their legends thing. Together. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, what do we think about Darby Allen and Sting? He's been teaming with Sting for what, a year and a half now? Yeah, it's been a while they've and been on together. We're talking about Pillars and where they should be at this point, and Darby's been here with us since day one. Mm-hmm. What do
1: we see for our friend Darby Allen in the future? In the future, I think, you know, he eventually needs to split away from Sting because I feel like Sting's kind of been a crush for him since he's come, and, you know, I feel like Darby Allen's stock has kind of gone down with Sting being there because, you know, he always has that backbone to fall on. Uh, you know, he had that great TNT title run, and then since then, it's just been relying on Sting for all his big matches. He hasn't really had, like, a standalone great match on his own. Um, so I'd like to see them split. And, you know, going back to the match, having it full gear. Honestly, in my opinion, it would be nice to see him and Sting lose, because maybe that could be the cracks in the foundation that get them to split. Um, because, you know, every time they team together, too, they always tend to, end up on the winning end, so it'd be nice to be a nice little swerve to have them lose, I think, as well. It
0: would be. It'd be something different,
1: and I agree. And maybe, maybe what needs to happen
0: is they, uh, Darby turns heel and challenges Sting to a match as the big passing of the torch. Yeah, I think they, that'd be great to do. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy, but it could just be a way to really put some shine on Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to make him a future star... I think he needs more of a story, and they need something, something to invest in, not just a car crash match. Like he
1: throws his body around, like crazy. Yeah, cause that's I feel like that's all, all he's been doing lately: his car crashing his body around. Like he hasn't had any true, you know, deep depth story uh, line that's been going on, uh, which I think he's lacking right now.
0: But I think he's capable of it. Oh, look at him! Yes, he just he just pours emotion with. He just looks like. Uh, like, he's got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been, he's seen some shit. Like he's, like, he's like one of those guys. That's what he looks like. And yep. I think you can build a story around that. Maybe it's something with, like, where the House of Black tries to, like, recruit him as a member, and he's kind of torn, and mm-hmm. they do this whole kind of psychological thriller kind of story angle. There's a lot you can do with that. You really can, yeah. Uh, he's just an interesting character. And, um, you know, a little on the smaller end, which is fine, but uh, I think... I think story-wise, I think he's, he's got the charisma they could do more with mm-hmm. him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I think this is a, a good, as we get into 2023, I think should be the year of the next generation of AEW, the pillars
1: as we talked mm-hmm. about,
0: actually taking that next step in being the pillars.
1: Yeah, I think it's time, you know, it's been kind of those vets carrying the weight uh, over the first couple years. So now I think it is a good time now that they're an established company, you know, let some of the younger guys, you know, take the reins and run with it. Yeah, and I wouldn't say, I mean,
0: the rumor right now is that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is very happy with mm-hmm. AEW, and they're close to a new deal, an extension yeah. for a rights increase. And what I'm hoping with comes with that is a TV deal for Ring of Honor, which would open up another roster where they can do some interesting things, and... Do we think that's something for Darby Allen, where they put him, move him to the Ring of Honor
1: roster? No. I don't think that'd be. Like, I don't think that'd be something for him personally. I think you know, in their eyes, he's too big of a star to go down to Ring of Honor. Which I, I think Tony does realize it's not the same level level as AEW. No. Uh, the only reason recently he's been putting some of the bigger guys down there, I think, is to generate that interest in the company. So when that TV deal hits, people watch. Um, but he's not going to keep his top guys down there. So I don't foresee Darby going down there at all.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think he'll def they'll definitely keep some of the stars involved. I I sort of get what he's doing with Jericho to kind of really elevate. It's kind of like Jericho was the first champion of AEW for a reason. Like, yep. to kind of really put AEW on the map with a mm-hmm. well known name that everybody has known for the last three decades. Yeah, and I think they'll probably start to do that. And as the new Ring of Honor show and brand is established, I think they'll start to separate the two. And then they'll do some crossover, and then as some stars kind of graduate from there, kind of like they did with NXT, like, mm-hmm. they'll show up on the, the main roster. For and, sure. Um, but I... We'll talk about the Ring of Honor pay-per-view in another episode, yep. what I think they could do there. But, um, yeah, I think uh, for the Pillars, Jungle Boy and Darby, I think this is an opportunity. And Wardlow, maybe not a Pillar,
1: but no.
0: this is these are the next generation. I think this upcoming year is a big year for them.
1: Oh, yeah. It could be where they, you know, get taken to the next level or, you know, it shows that they're not really the people that they thought, well, everyone thought they were going to be. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, where we are a year from now with that group of people.
0: Yeah, and another thing just to kind of piggyback and wrap, put a bow on this topic is last year and into this year, I think they had opportunity they they capitalized on there was a hot free agent market and they mm-hmm. were able to strike on some really big free agents that yeah really kind of pushed them along whether it worked out or not for some of them um is one thing but i think that free agent markets kind of dried up a little oh bit. absolutely yeah so the next year it's like all right we've got our rosters wwe's got their kind of roster triple h's roster and now aew has got their their team of guys and girls and now they got to just kind of make it work now it's good, yep. strong storytelling, good booking, just classic pro wrestling at its finest. And we're going to see what Tony's made of, our friend TK. He's gotta, got the pen. got the pen mm-hmm. now. He's got to, you know, see what he can do there. Um, so let's keep it going a little bit. Over to the ladies a little bit. And I got really excited with this promo that I saw uh, on a recent episode of Dynamite. But I'm really excited for Burt Baker and the returning Soraya, formerly known as Paige, to step in the ring and lock up together.
1: Yeah, I, I think outside possibly seeing the Elite, that's what I'm most excited to see after is the return of Soraya. Uh, I think that segment with her and Britt where Soraya announced her return might be contender for Women's Promo of the Year. Um, you know, even though there's a lackluster crowd, I would say, that, you know, didn't give them the reaction they deserve for it, but it was a, you know, very strong promo segment. Um, I'm very curious to see what Soraya can do in the ring after the injury she had because, you know... She can't probably do anything she did previously uh, the way she could. So I'm curious to see, you know, Ring Rust especially, because it's been a while since she's been in the ring. It's been, what, five years at this point? Yep, so I'm really curious, you know, what can she do now um, compared to what she used to?
0: Well, you know, I think, and here's the thing is, uh, I'm all fans of, uh, I'm a fan of adapt adapt your style as you need to. Don't try to, like, be the old you and hurt yourself Mm -hmm. again. I've seen that with, you know, God bless him, Brian Danielson, came back after, what, two or three years, and yep. he's doing the same
1: stuff he used to, throwing his body around Yeah, him. his style has not changed, I would say. He claims it's changed somewhat, but, you know, there's not really much you can notice in the change of his style. Yes, yes.
0: I mean, he's had a couple injury scares where he had to go away for a little while yep. during Forbidden Door, and we thought, oh it's a problem again, but uh, he came back a couple weeks later, and he's been still fine. Um, but uh, I'm I'm excited. I think, uh, I
1: mean, you think you probably have to give it Soraya. Uh, yeah. And I'm really, you know, excited to see, like, because they built it to be this huge match, too, cause they took one of their pillars in Britt Baker, like, you know, their number one woman, and put her against Soraya, so I think, like, it's going to be a big box office match, uh, that everyone's going to want to tune into to see, you know, what Soraya does against the top woman in AEW. Um, I'm very excited for it. Yeah, and... I agree with you, promo of the year, because at the end of the day, it was real life. Mm -hmm. You, life. You felt the emotion in the promo, even on both sides, you felt the promo, whereas, you know, I notice a lot in some women's promos, it's just very lackluster and rushed, maybe that could be because of lack of time they're being given, but, you know, this one definitely got the time it deserved, and you really felt the strength of that promo, you felt the emotion in it, and that's what you really, that's what gets your attention in a promo, that's what gets you interested in the match and you know this match has my interest just because of that promo and the emotion that went behind it and the emotion you feel that's going into this match at her big return
0: yeah and i always wonder when they kind of think about these promos backstage and they're working together on the angle mm-hmm. i assume they're working together on it like you know it's like all right we're gonna like they're backstage and I'm like i'm gonna say this or something along yep. like the lines of this and all right you're gonna say this back to me but like when you're in front of the crowd and delivering it with that emotion and that strength, I wonder if it, does it hurt at all? Yeah. Like, does it hurt? Like when Brett is hearing that stuff of like, you know, you're not as good as you think you are because mm-hmm. you've only been doing this for th- three years and, you know, all that. and like, Yeah. Does that put any self-doubt in the person? Do they like, like last year we saw the CM Punk-Eddie Kingston feud. Oh, yeah. And the promos they were doing just like really personal jabs at each other. Like, does that,
1: God, like, do you, do you like forget that you're in like a, I think you have to have some kind of clearance to say the stuff you say when you get, get to that level, because I think, you know, the reason they do it is to get the attention of the crowd and make, make you think this is real life when, you know, it's, we all know it's staged, but, you know, the good people with promos can make you believe it's real life, and I think that's what they're doing going back to that. And same thing with this uh, Saraya Brit. They're trying to make you think this is real life as well with this angle.
0: It is, and it sort of is. It blurs the lines because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff they're saying was very real. Some of the stuff that Soraya was talking about, the past challenges she had in the last several years and oh, injuries, is uh, yeah. all all re- real, all real, mm-hmm. all real. Uh, and that's that's money at the box office right now. So uh, always good when you get to see the like uh, the big payoff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. Uh, let's keep it going with the ladies again. Uh, we've got uh, my main. Uh, Bay, uh, Jade Cargill, TBS champion, defending against Nyla Rose. What do you, th- what do you think here?
1: I think, you know, it's going to be Jade. I think this is a pretty easy one for me to decide, uh, because, you know, I don't think I've like, talked about before Nyla Rose would make a good TBS champion. She's just blah to me. Um, and you know, Jade, I know she's just won time matches. What else can she do? Um, you know, be cool if maybe after the jade match we get a debut maybe to challenge her to be the one to take it out um i know recently too athena that has been on dark and she's started to have more of an edge towards. so maybe they could revisit the jade athena angle as well because everyone when she had came in had pegged athena as the one that was going to take her down and never did so maybe you know they're using a way to build athena back up to take her out um but i definitely see jade winning this match uh for sure
0: yeah, I, I don't see them slowing down the Jade Express right now. Mm-hmm. Um still undefeated, still just running through opponents. Mm-hmm. It it's it's sorta of like the Roman Reigns thing, right? It's going on it's gone on so long, now you have to make the payoff something really good, otherwise you're gonna you're gonna ruin it. Exactly. Take the steam right out of the room. Yep, it's gotta be someone big to take her out. So otherwise if you if you you gotta do it right. Otherwise you're gonna be questioned for a while about it. It's sort mm-hmm. of like the uh I mean, nothing will ever compare to this, but the Undertaker WrestleMania streak that went on for 21 yep. years. Mm-hmm. You know, controversial. Should they have done it? Should they have not? People still talk about it to this day. They'll talk about it forever. It's one of those iconic moments. I never, I'll never forget how I felt when I saw it. Oh, yeah. I, I was I just, so shocked. I It was just like an F5, and, a, and then I saw them coming out of the three count, and I'm like... Like Did that last, just happen? <laughs> the last two decades of my life, just yep, my something childhood. just died. My
1: childhood was ruined on that match.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, not to say that this is anything like that. Yeah. Jake Carl's been with us for, what, a year? And, you know. Yep. Uh, Roman Reigns' streak has been, like, what, two years? but Over 800 days. To, uh, to yeah, it was like summer of 2020, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was quick. Um, but another topic for another show. Uh, so, we'll see. I think Jay keeps the keeps the ball moving forward for her in her favor. Um, so, let's uh, kick it over to um, the Ring of Jericho, the Fatal 4-Way match. I'm excited for this. I think this is going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fast-paced, uh, fun, high-flying, very emotional matchup.
1: Oh, yeah. You've got your high-flyer and Sammy to kind of, you know, balance out the, def- the different styles you have. You have the more technical guys in this match to go along with him. Um... I think I definitely see Jericho winning just because of the Ring of Honor TV deal that's been rumored on the horizon and, you know, so close, you know, especially since Final Battle's coming up, I think that's when it's going to be revealed, um, and, you know, I think, like I've mentioned before, Jericho's the guy you want to use to promote your brand, um, so it'd be a good way to get ratings with Jericho and Ring of Honor TV, so that's why I think, you know, you let Jericho run with the belt a little longer. I yeah, I agree. I think they're gonna have
0: a big payoff. I still think eventually they're gonna set up a Daniel Garcia versus Jericho for the world title and they crown Daniel Garcia the Ring of Honor champion. And they put Daniel Garcia on the new Ring of Honor brand as like their new Brian Danielson, who was like the cornerstone of Ring of Honor twenty years ago. So that's that's
1: kinda what I'm thinking. But uh we'll see. We'll see. I could see that happening, but you know. Mm-hmm. Who knows what their what their direction they're going to go with the Jericho Appreciation Society too? Um, you know the one thing is it's definitely a large faction right now. So I think they need to tighten up a little bit. Yep, yeah, trim it, trim the fat a little bit of it. Do you what do you think they when do you think that kind of comes to a a boiling point? Ooh, I think it's going to go on for a while longer still. Maybe I think it could go all the way till double or nothing maybe
0: i mean you could have even just called it you know, the inner circle 2.0 because it's basically what 75
1: percent of the members are the same it's just instead of it's uh, just 2.0 instead of santana ortiz yeah and then daniel garcia as an add-in as well yeah um and then the women as well that, that i actually therefore. i think
0: i do find the jas to be a little more entertaining just because they're oh yeah with the they def- come out dressed like backstreet boys and Um, just, it's, it's a little more sports entertainery, Mm -hmm. which adds
1: a little fun to it. Yeah, I think I'm definitely, I definitely enjoy the Jericho Preaching Society more than the, uh, the Inner Circle, I think, for sure. Uh, I think there's more people to carry it as well, because, you know, you had Pride and Powerful and Satana Ortiz, who were just all right in their reign with it. Guevara had a decent run with them, and Jericho, you know, obviously carried the weight, and then Jake Hager was just kind of there, I felt like. And he's still oh, just there. And he's still just there. But, you know, now I feel like you have Daniel Garcia who can help uh, carry that. And along with 2.0, who has more charisma, I would say, um, than Santana Ortiz. And they, I think they've done a better job of playing that role with Jericho in a faction. Oh, I know. I love me some daddy magic. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm um, excited for it. Uh, I think Jericho hangs on to it in a... Uh, In a close one, maybe with a little, uh, some shenanigans, some outside interference or something. But I think, uh, Jericho gets the pin over... What do you think here? I'm gonna say Claudio. I think so, too. I think the Claudio train has kind of hit a little bit of a wall. Yep. He came in hot, won the ROH
1: title, and then, uh...
0: You know, yeah, we'll see I happens. think
1: they definitely took the rocket strap off in a little early, I would say. Yeah. I so, think this could have been a good time to put the title on Jericho and have this match here. Could have. Yes. taken off Claudio now and given him a little more of a run instead of you know taking it off and having this build to now. They, they could have built to this with Claudio as champion. had them take it off him now and then Jericho be a new champion heading into the new Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah. That could have worked. Um, but I think they did this to also get a pop, a little bit of a writing to the Grand Slam show. And then yeah. the only thing, if they do that, this might take a little steam off of what I, I'm i going to talk about at the end, a little bit of okay. what we think we're going to. But I think Jericho hangs on. Um, but we'll see what happens. Anything can happen inside the squared circle for sure. <laughs> um, so back to the uh, AEW Interim Women's World Championship. Uh, we have Tony Storm, and we have another one of my favorites.
1: Jamie Hader, I mean, she's she be definitely been on fire lately. Jamie Hader, especially with the crowd, I think that's what got her into this match was the reaction she's been getting. Uh, I still see Tony Storm winning it though. Uh, I love me some Jamie Hater, but I don't think she's right to be the woman yet. Um, you know, maybe she's a good candidate to be the someone that takes down Jay Cargill, uh, but I think for now Tony's going to hold on to it to eventually set up that match of her and Thunder Rosa. Uh, to combine those titles uh, whenever Thunder Rosa does return, but we don't know when because she hasn't given us has much info on that yet. Yeah, and hopefully everything's all right there. Uh, I know from the injury
0: front, uh, we're still waiting to hear about Adam Cole, who uh, has been—we haven't heard anything from mm-hmm. since uh, uh, Forbidden Door. So, been very quiet on the injury front. AW, I would say. Yeah, which I'm hoping everything's all right because you know, love to see everybody come back and you know, get them back in the ring uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I think we might get Jamie Hader. I think you know, Tony I think is learning to strike while the iron's hot, like he did with the Acclaimed, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about a little later in the show. So I think we might get a little bit of a swerve here and okay. they throw it on Jamie Hayter, but we'll see uh, we'll See what happens. Okay. Uh, going over to the Tag World Tag Team Championships. Uh, we've got the uh, third matchup between the Acclaimed mm-hmm. and uh,
1: Swerve in our glory. What do you think? I think this was one of my easier ones to decide uh on my winner so for this one i have the acclaim because the nuggets have been laid that swerve and our glory has some tension and i think we're gonna get that split finally uh which leads into a keith lee swerve feud which i think would be a very good feud to see uh because you know you have swerve who's kind of like you know pushing and personifying that heel whereas you see keith lee's kind of struggling with you know, being that um, and there's been, created some real tension within their tag team and I think it, you know, finally comes to a head at Full Gear and, you know, something happens in the match where they split and Acclaim wins and then Keith Lee and Swerve go into their feud against each other
0: I like it, I like
1: it and it's that young
0: blood getting some new guys and new feuds and Mm -hmm. setting up hopefully uh, some new kind of blood in that main event scene with Mm -hmm. Keith Lee who's got all the potential in the world to kind of be right in there Um, So I agree with you. I think they claimed uh, are going to win and then I think they are going to split up Swerve in Our Glory but they claimed they're like the hottest game right now going in the entire industry right now.
1: Yes. In tag team wrestling I would say for sure it would be them and probably the Usos. Yeah, one, but one, I mean, they,
0: I think the either TMZ or Sports Illustrated is covering the acclaimed, the promo that they cut on Tom Brady. Like,
1: yep, they've it? had Phillies players scissoring mm-hmm. each other in the World Series. Like, it's <laughs> it's taken over. It is. You gotta you gotta just go with it when it when it's when it clicks, it clicks. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you gotta you gotta. It's over. Yep. Or um, the scissors match the scissors match. You know. I love <laughs> some scissoring for sure. I mean, who doesn't love the good? Scissor set. There nope, well, we, we go. Ah, there we go. I love it. All right, before we get to the main event of the evening, we got to talk about the big elephant in the room. Uh, the rumor, the word on the street in Newark is we might see our friend Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, show Something up. Something that gets
1: me very excited in my pants, you know. Uh,
0: same. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, so... At the time of this recording, there's nothing confirmed yet for them, but there are some strong assumptions they are going to be there.
1: Especially based we off this so past at? week's teaser, where they showed like, the whole full gear background and everything, and the three of them popping up. I think it's pretty evident they're going to be there. If not, it would be the biggest shock, I think, in the world at this point.
0: So, let's assume they will be there. Mm-hmm. The next question is, what are they going to be doing there? Will I they think cutting a promo, or do we see them... I, match,
1: I think you see him in a TRIO's title match against uh, Death Triangle. That's my prediction. I think, you know, that'll be announced soon, maybe in the last Dynamite before. Um, but I think that's the direction we're heading towards. Uh, the one thing I'll say is I'm curious what kind of Kenny Omega we're going to get because, you know, the last we saw him, he had just come back and was just starting to shake off that ring rust he had been having because, uh, you know, his first match, you could really notice he had a lot of ring rust and he was starting to finally build, to, you know, getting some momentum in the ring, and then kind of got derailed by everything that was going on. Um, so I'm curious if he's going to come back and have that initial ring rusty. have had when he first came back, or is he going to come back more, you know, smooth, well, old machine, because maybe he's been hopefully training behind the scenes and, you know, getting more in-ring work in, so he's a lot smoother. So I'm very curious about that as well.
0: Yeah, I'm curious, and I think he wasn't even fully, maybe fully 100% recovered when he came nope. back the first time, because I remember he still was wrestling with the Under Armour shirt on. Like yes. Something was going on there. So yep. now with the additional two months two, month, yep. two yeah. months off, hopefully he's he's feeling pretty good and uh hopefully he got some work in a warehouse somewhere in a ring with uh his buddies from California and they kind of uh kept uh, kept the wheels kept the gears pun intended, uh yep. you know, lubricated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I
1: mean I know too uh the Bucks have been working through some injuries over the last year too, but they just kept going. So maybe the you know, the time off helped them as well. Uh we could see a fresh Elite come back uh, and look very good in the ring, which I would hope so, and I think I kind of expect as well, because, you know, when the lights are on, they always tend to deliver. Oh, they always do. Uh, all three of those guys. Uh, but, I mean, on the if you look at the
0: glass half full kind of look, I think this little vacation that they took just makes you more excited to see them again. Uh-huh. I mean, we were excited. I mean, the Young Bucks were always there, so it was just like, a normal thing to see them on TV. Yep. Absolutely. Kenny just came back when mm-hmm. everything went down and all out, uh, but now that he, already right, he, he came back for like two weeks
1: and now he has gone again. But yeah. now, he, like, we're just everybody's just waiting to see them, all three of them. Yep. And I'm, ex- uh, I'm excited for it. Hopefully, they're there. Fingers crossed. Um, you know, in the match too, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost though. Wow. That would, would be not a shocker. Surprise. The only reason why I say this is because you know, the whole thing they've been teasing with the House of Black coming back. I think they more than the Elite deserve to have the trios titles, and I don't think if you have the Elite win the belts, I don't think you can take the belts off them that quick. Um, so that's why I could see it going that way, and then maybe it turns into eventually you have their next pay per view. Um, you have the Elite versus the House of Black for the Trio's titles as well. Um, that's one reason why I see that happening, although there is some, you know, distension in the uh, Death Triangle right now because Pac's all about wanting to cheat and the Lucha Brothers aren't so sure about it. So in that aspect, I could see them having the Elite win the titles right back, you know, since Special Investigation found that, you know, they weren't in the wrong. Um, they might just want to, like, you know... Make it seem like they never lost the belts by just putting it right back on them. Um, so I can see that happening, but I would be. I want to see the House of Black, too, get a good run. So that's why I kind of want to see the Elite lose and go into a. Uh, where the House of Black comes in, wins the Trios titles, and lead in a feud with the Elite, because so I think there's a lot they can do with that uh, feud there. Absolutely. I
0: mean, the House of Black, uh, I'm happy to see that they're back. I mean, mm-hmm. there was rumors that they were going to be. Potentially even leaving the company, but uh, it and looks actually, like they're mm-hmm. back
1: and they're ready to go. And I thought it was going to be a lengthy leave. They're going to be going. I'm surprised they're back so quick, because, you know, based on Malachi's comments, it made it seem like they were going to be gone for a while, but they are going, you know, virtually the same timeline as the Elite. Um, so, you know, it's nice to see them back. And it's kind of like they're pushing that whole, you know, they're being reborn gimmick. So I expect to come them, back, them to come back strong and into something strong. So that's why... You know, I think whoever wins that trios match, their first feud is going to be with the House of Black. Uh, I agree. I would be shocked if they don't show up and somehow
0: lay the bricks for a feud mm-hmm. for the trios titles. Yeah. And I think we do get a Death Triangle versus the Elite, uh, for the trios titles because I think now at this point, we're past the whole like kind of summer where everything was kind of like it was a toss up of with injuries and controversy. Mm-hmm. I think now at the end of this pay per view, we're going to be right back in Tony Khan's notebook where he wanted everything to be. Yep. A couple of months ago, before everything that happened happened, I agree. I think from the main event where we're going to talk about in a second, uh, with the end of that, we're going to be right where he needed to be mm-hmm. at the in the summertime, and then now with uh, the elite back and they put the trios titles back on them, they're going to be right where they need to be. Um, so, I think we will get the Elite to come back. I think they're going to make quick work of, in a hopefully, a solid match against... Oh,
1: quick the, work? Really? I,
0: well, I think it's going to be quick work because, I agree with you, I think they're going to
1: try to break up Death Triangle and do something See, the only way. reason I don't think it's going to be quick work is because, you know, the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks were in the ring together. It's magic. Um, so, I think you're going to see some of that magic. Uh, so, I don't think it's going to be a runaway. I think you'll have a nice, like, you know, highly contested match where, in the end... The tension within the Death Triangle would be what cost them if they were to go the direction of the Elite Wedding.
0: We will see. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun one, and it's actually it's good because it's a good match if you've got Ring Rust and you've you, it's a six man tag, so you mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't you're not in there all the time taking all the bumps. You can mm-hmm. rely on the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers to do their magic. They got great chemistry together. And then when you get Kenny in there and Aaron Pac, like uh, Pac's gonna be yeah, revisiting
1: of him. a nice old feud as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm drum roll. I'm excited. I'm excited. excited. All right, so we come to the fi- the grand finale, the AEW Heavyweight Championship of the world. We've got Jan Moxley defending the title against the one, the
1: only Maxwell Jacob Friedman. The main event of the mm-hmm. evening, and I have MJF taking the title because I think it's his time to finally shine. Mox has had his moment in the sun, he needs that <laughs> six week vacation finally. Um, and I think MJF gives it to him because it's going to lead into MJF going against the firm in his first title feud. Um, which in the Eliminator tournament, I see Ethan Page winning that, and his first big feud is going to be Ethan Page and MJF for the world title at Winter is Coming. Um, so that's why I see MJF winning because the layers have already, sorry, the seeds have already been planted of those two kind of meeting and clashing with each other. I, I, I agree with you. I think that MJF um,
0: takes the title from Moxley in his crowning moment. At least I would hope so because I think the internet and Newark, New Jersey and everybody will, will just melt
1: yep. if MJF does not win mm-hmm. on Saturday. Oh, I, yeah, it would be probably one of the more shocking outcomes in the company history if MJF did not win. It would be a very
0: questionable decision. He's like, Tony, what are you what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What what more can you do with Moxley?
1: He's done, yeah, Moxley's done really everything you can as champion. Uh, and you, given the circumstances he's given, he's been a great champion. But, you know, I think it's time for someone else to take the bullet run with it. Because, you know, outside Jericho, Moxley's been that guy that's carried the company since its existence pretty much. Uh, so I think it's time you know they give someone else a chance to take the ball and run with it.
0: Oh, I agree, and I love Moxley, and, no, and he's nothing great, against him at all. He's the ace of AEW,
1: w- really is. Him and Jericho
0: are the yeah. guys that you can always count on. He's their Tanahashi, he for sure. <laughs> uh, but it's time. We the, the theme of the show we've been talking about is pillars, mm-hmm. pillars, and building to the future. And this, if we talked about Jungle Boy, the Darby Allens, the the other kind of young blood that's coming up that we need to build the future around in 2023, the capstone right there is MJF. He's your Ric Flair. He's your yep. he's your, your heel mm-hmm. world champion, who I think should have a, a long... He's definitely the strongest the of run. the pillars, I would say. Absolutely. On the mic, the skills in the ring were great, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's the character and the, the promo yep. skills.
1: Um, I'd say by far the best in the world. Yeah, definitely up there. If not the best, definitely top two.
0: And there's so much more you can do with that. So... I think we're in agreement. I think MJF wins. I think he makes quick work of Ethan Page and the mm-hmm. winner is coming. And there's so many different cool matchups that you can make right now. And I kind of tied that in earlier. I said you could build up Wardlow to look really strong and kind of revisit the matchup to against Jim JF and do a little yeah. TV feud. I wouldn't say a pay-per-view feud, nope. feud but a, like a special Dynamite episode where, yeah.
1: where MJF I can only see match. that happening, though, if, you know... Wardlow drops that TNT title this weekend to hops. You know, because you don't want to, because you're going to have to build him up. You don't want to build him up and have him lose that title because I don't think they're going to go the champion versus champion route. Uh, so if they're going to do that, they'd have to build, start, have Wardlow lose now and start building them back up right after. Um, but, you know, they got plenty of time. MJF's, you know, the nice thing about having a new champion that hasn't happened before is there are all these potential matchups we haven't seen before. Whereas Moxley, we've kind of seen everything there is to see with him as champion. When Jericho was champion, same thing. When Kenny was champion, same thing. Um, so it would be nice to see, you know, the different matchups we can get with MJF as champion. Uh, especially, like, is he a heel? Is he a face? He's kind of on that, you know, blurred gray line of what he is right now. I think it's up to the fans, you know, what they think he is. And that's the cool thing about wrestling sometimes. Is the fans kind of
0: dictate that. And they they almost force the pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw at WrestleMania 18 where it was Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock, and everybody just go bananas for Hulk Hogan, and uh, they, had to, they had to bring back the red and yellow. You look at WrestleMania 30 where uh, it was supposed to be just Randy Orton versus Batista, mm-hmm. and everybody just absolutely, like, blew up and wanted Daniel Bryan in the main event and yep. forced, forced the pin. You have or you go back audience to Kofi, Kofi Mania, too. That forced the, the pin as well. Yeah. So uh, that's I think that's a segment right there. There's a lot of meat and uh, forcing the pen. Yep. <laughs> so that's uh we're coming up with catchphrases here. Uh, so I think, yeah, we're in a part. But I just don't know, as much as they cheer him and force the pen, I don't know if a babyface MJF will
1: fully work. Well, I think you're supposed to get your MJF to talk shit no matter what. I think it just might be like a more, I don't want to say toned down version of it. I think it's more, you know, he's more crafty with his words, maybe, I would say, to give him that face angle, but he's still going to take his jabs he always takes as well. For sure. I mean, it's just like the one you love to hate. Thing.
0: I mean, it's, uh, they're two different characters, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was like that. Stone Cold Cold Steve Austin was supposed to be a heel, and they forced the pen, people just loved him so much. Uh, He kind of... Played that badass that everybody loved. Yep. He was a baby face, but he was still like not your traditional like righteous guy. Oh know, yeah! Against he was just like I'll do whatever I want. And <laughs> how do you like that? Here's a middle finger. Oh count. yeah! So uh, it's gonna be a good show. I think this is gonna be a turning point for AEW into a new era. I would like to say. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it's it'll put a capstone on a great year. Of AEW, uh, interesting year, a lot term, mm-hmm. a lot of turmoil. Oh uh,
1: yeah, very interesting year for sure
0: in AEW, but setting some building blocks for mm-hmm. what should be a very promising year in 2023. Mm-hmm. So, Can't wait. Yes, but it looks like we're out of time here. on wrestling makes the world takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to be with my one, my main man Cap Rooney little, in Newark at the pay per view. We're going to be sound. scissoring yeah. plenty <laughs> of times tomorrow night uh, as we get to arrive <laughs> in Newark for the pay per view event. But um, Get at us on social media. Follow us on Twitter, at Wrestling Makes. Uh, really active on there, so engage with us. Uh, we love engaging back and uh, having a little fun with some clips and commentary and whatever you want. We're there for you. Uh, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple, on Google, and Spotify. Uh, you name it. And you could, if you want to get a good look, of, uh, just get a good glimpse. Uh, you can watch us on uh, YouTube, on, at Wrestling Makes, The World Takes on the youtube channel uh so until next time next friday we'll see you back here again on wrestling makes the world takes peace